to the Loving Liberty Network. This is the Liberty Mom Show. Liberty Moms are the original secretaries of defense, the real defenders of the home front. We are there when it comes to defending our families and our communities. And this is Delaine England. I am your Liberty Moms host today. And we have an amazing guest. Her name is Bella Isom. She is an amazing future Liberty Mom, I predict. She is a senior at BYU and... Bella, tell us a little bit about it yourself. Just give us a little brief introduction into yourself. You have a fascinating background. Sure. Hi. Um, I'm finishing my bachelor's at BYU in Mandarin Chinese this December. I've lived in five different countries, China, India, Mongolia, Australia, and the USA. I was born here in Utah. My whole family are members of the church. I absolutely love the church, and that's just a little bit about me. Fantastic. And so how have you liked your education at BYU thus far? Um, it's been great. Absolutely wonderful. I'm so grateful for all of the wonderful people that I've met up until about February, March this year. Then things went a little bit crazy. Yes, they did. The whole world turned upside down yeah. in a nanosecond. <laughs> so what, what happened at BYU? So um, COVID hit and they didn't know what to do. So they um, quickly uh, uh, transitioned everyone from on-campus classes to online classes. And that only took a couple of days. But for like three weeks after that, everyone was just socializing and hanging out with each other. And we all went off and did things. That was everyone. Everyone was doing that. And then we all went home and finished our classes and ended the semester that way. Right. So everyone continued to socialize. Yeah. And enjoy each other's company. And then everybody left to go home to finish their education online. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. And then we had a reprieve summer. And so really it wasn't affecting your education as a school teacher. I know we had to end up the rest of the year online education. And then depending on your district, um, determined how you were going to start school again. Different right. districts did different things, especially across the United States. So BYU started back up, and they started back up in person, right? Yes. Um, So they started up in person, but they had a lot of new regulations and rules and things that we had to follow. Yes. And so you decided, then they, they had a lot of, they had really a lot. And one of the things that they had was, which they have, I should say, is they started contact tracing, which if you don't know what that is, it's that it is tracing you, whether you're a student at BYU, BYU has contact tracing, but they, they tried it, the governor tried it in the state of Utah with anybody who came into our state, right. basically tracing you and monitoring your every move and keeping track of not only everywhere you go and what you do, but who you come in contact with. Now, right. 
you obviously had an issue with that at BYU. Yes, I did. Contact tracing you. So why do you have an issue with being monitored your every move, being tracked, and having everyone that you talk to and associate with? Why do you have an issue with that? Well, very. <laughs> just to start, like our basic rights, the very first amendment is the right to peaceably assemble. I have that right as an American citizen, so I have the right to peaceably assemble with whoever I choose. And personally, I don't think it is the government's job to know who I'm associating with. That's 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 a huge invasion of my privacy. So I, I didn't agree with that at all. Right. It is a huge invasion. And, you know, it's interesting. The founders felt so strongly about it. They made it very clear in Amendment 4. They put it right in there that unless you have proven yourself to be, they have to have some evidence against you. They have to be able to go before a judge, show there is evidence that you have done something that puts other people's liberties at risk before they can trace you or search you in any way. But now this is BYU. It's not the government. So did you feel like it was a violation of BYU to do that? Because well, they're a private like, school. <laughs> yes, they are a private school. But it is the private school that promotes the teachings of Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ himself has sanctioned the Constitution of the United States. And so I feel like it's a, it's a huge, um, it's so not in line with what BYU has taught me for four years of my education and it's, it just goes against everything I believe in. Yeah, it's interesting because it actually goes against the tenets of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Yeah, exactly. So where we are told that the Savior is the author of liberty, not force. And right. it also, it also and, the, and the, gospel, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints holds the Constitution by, I believe, every prophet. I don't know about President Nelson, but I have actually researched myself at least one, if not numerous quotes from every prophet from Joseph Smith to President Monson that the constitution is held sacred and it's like scripture. Now different prophets use different words, but they basically said that it is sacred and that it is um, the Lord's work or that it is scripture and we're to hold it that way. So, so basically you're saying, yeah, this is the constitution is, part of our gospel mm-hmm. it's it's it was designed to create our the, the gospel of jesus christ being restored on the earth and then how does byu a church sanctioned owned church violate that is that basically what you're yeah no, you're that's exactly what i'm saying okay so what does your petition say okay so um i'm just going to read you the first two paragraphs of the petition. It says, on August 17th, 2020, Brigham Young University announced that it would require students, faculty, and staff to use a contact tracing app and to submit to random medical testing for COVID-19. This is a violation of our privacy, bodily autonomy, and a breach of the contract under which we accepted our invitation to BYU as a student or employee. We call for BYU to respect God-given rights by taking the following steps. Make the use of the Healthy Together app voluntary. End the forced medical testing of students, faculty, and staff. 
That is amazing. That is so well written. Did you write that yourself? I I wrote it with a lot of help from people because <laughs> like Thomas Jefferson, he didn't write the, the Declaration of Independence by himself. He was aided by Benjamin Franklin, John Adams, and many, many others. John Jay, and really, um, he got a lot of ideas from other philosophical people and the Bible. So well said, that is an excellent, I think that's an excellent petition. You know what I really like about it? I like that it's so clear and it's also very respectful. It's right. not a it's not a rebellious type of a, a petition. It's really very, very, very respectfully done. I think it's really well written. Thank you. So and you know what's interesting is, you know, as we stated that the BYU is not a government entity. No. And but they you had a contract with BYU. Yes. You have a contract, and then all of a sudden after you guys have both signed the contract, they want to change the contract. Yes. They want to change it and have you just agree to their new and you're like, I already have a contract with you. It's kind of like <laughs> yeah. my membership with Costco. Yeah, we, yeah. I have a membership with them. We have a contract, and then all of a sudden they come in and say, If you want to shop in our store, you have to wear a mask. And right. I say, excuse me, thank you, but you can ask me to wear one. You have every right to do that. You can recommend, you can suggest, um, but you can't force me to because we already have contracts. So I get to shop in your store as long as we have our contract until my our contract expires, I can shop in there. So um, that is very similar. You already have a legal binding contract and that can't just be changed arbitrarily because someone feels differently. Right. That you have to come to a new agreement. And basically, you didn't come to this new agreement. No, I did right? not. Like, I'm not going to be contact traced. So, okay, so you've got this petition going. And we're when we come back, we're going to take a really quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about what happened with this petition, how many signatures you have, what's been happening with it. And we'll kind of go on from there. All right. So we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back in just a moment with Bella Isom, BYU senior. We all have health goals, but let's face it, you are living in some fantasy world if you think you are suddenly about to start eating better. In fact, have you thought of this? How many different servings of fruit have you eaten today? How many servings of vegetables? And sorry dad, french fries and ketchup don't count. The experts recommend eating over 10 servings of fruits and vegetables each day. That's where Balance of Nature comes in. With three fruit and three veggie capsules, Balance of Nature gives you all your daily recommended servings and contains 31 different fruits and vegetables. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off any new preferred order of fruits and veggies. Change your life now by calling 800-2468-751. That's 800-2468-751. 
or by going to balanceofnature.com and make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code USA. Do you think some of the top investors in the world are buying gold? Recently, a handful of billionaires have been accumulating gold over other forms of investments. When the world's financial moguls like Sam Zell begin choosing metals, perhaps it's time you listen and follow suit with your own personal investments. Gold is formally recognized as a hedge against currency depreciation and inflation. Take David Einhorn as one example. Einhorn founded Greenlight Capital in 1996 and surged that fund from $900,000 to as high as $11 billion. Einhorn believes that the central bank's recent stimulus efforts will have an effect on pushing up the value of gold. He keeps 10% of his firm's value stored in gold bullion. If you're interested in knowing more about gold, platinum, and palladium, call Noble Gold for a no-pressure consultation. They have the most experienced representatives and an exclusive pipeline to metal sources. Visit them at noblegoldinvestments.com. That's noblegoldinvestments.com. When thinking about life insurance, my accident reinforced you never know what tomorrow might bring. That's why I reached out to AccuQuote. AccuQuote helps people find a life insurance policy that meets their needs. Since 1986, they've helped millions of folks save up to 60% on their life insurance by comparing the rates and features of dozens of top-rated life insurance products. A healthy 50-year-old non-smoker can buy a half a million dollars of 10-year level term for less than 45 bucks a month. A 60-year-old under 120 bucks a month. Longer or permanent terms are available. Even if you already own life insurance, you really need to check out my friends at AccuQuote. Don't worry about health issues. Remember, they help me. As a pastor, I'm concerned about your soul and helping you to make sure your family is taken care of. Life insurance is more affordable now than ever, so don't make them wish you'd made that call. 877-437-4781. Call now, 877-437-4781. 877-437-4781. policy points and availability vary by state. Welcome back. This is the Loving Liberty Network. You are listening to the Liberty Mom Show. We're so happy to have you back with us. We, I'm sure you have been enjoying our segment with Bella Isom. She is a BYU senior, and she started a petition to push back about the contact tracing that BYU is requiring of all students. At the U of U, it's not mandatory. It's an option, but at BYU, they've made it mandatory. So Um, Bella, I have to say how I'm so impressed that you saw that this was an infringement, not only to your liberties, but also a violation of the contract that you have with BYU. And I'm sure you feel as I do. I know as a mother of six and a grandmother, when I send my children to BYU and when I went there, I felt that BYU is a place that you go to the reason that you want your children and you want to go to BYU is because you want to have the principles of the gospel reinforced in your education. They're woven in as part of your education, so that's an important part of it. And so it, I'm sure it came very much as a surprise to you, as it did to me, that BYU was doing forced, forced contact tracing. It just boggles the mind. Okay, so tell us about your petition. We, you read it. It's fantastic. So well written. Thank and you. tell us a little bit about, like, what have you been doing with it? How is it done? So um, it has done pretty well, actually. We have, as of this morning, 3,093 signatures on this petition. 
That's um, fantastic. Yes, it's been spread around just by regular people, people who are members of the church and have a say in the church schools. They pay tithing. They should have a say in, in to what happens at the school. Absolutely. Yes. So you're just about to graduate. You don't have much time left, right? If I remember correctly, you graduate in December. I do. Wow. That is so close. You can taste it. Oh, That's yes, exciting. Congratulations. Yes. I'm so, so excited. Well, Bella, why don't you're just that close? I mean, really, it's not that big of a deal. Why don't you just write it out, comply with the mandate, get out and move on? Well, I actually did think about that and that troubled me of for course. a little bit. Yeah, it, it really <laughs> troubled me. But I remembered that the founding fathers didn't fight the war for themselves. They fought it for their children. And I have siblings that wanted to attend this university. And I, I wanted to send my kids to a safe place um, sometime in the future when I have kids. <laughs> but now I'm starting to wonder, and this is not actually the first thing that has made me wonder if BYU is this good, a good place to send my kids. Um, but this definitely pushed me off the edge. So... Yeah, it's, well, you know, I have to say I'm very impressed because the natural thing, the natural man would be to say, you know what, I can hang on for two or three months. I can do this. I'm just going to graduate and get out of there and I'm done. Just move oh, yeah. on. Oh, that yeah. is the natural thing. But I think it really says a lot about who you are and your character that this isn't really about you. No. because you're not even going to BYU as like in person anymore. So it, you're not doing this for yourself. You're doing this for everyone that goes to BYU and everyone that will in the future go to BYU. And I think that really says so much about you because tell us what happened when you started this petition. And, and I guess it was even before you started the petition when you right. refused to be forced into something that violates your conscience and your religious liberty and your First Amendment and your Fourth right. Amendment. Well, um, I'm definitely not a favor of being re of being a rebellious person, and then I've never been a rebellious person in my my true nature is not rebellious. I want to follow the rules and I want to be a good person in society. Um, but what happened is that when I started reading this stuff, I just felt so sick in my stomach about all of it that I decided, you know what, I'm just going to remove myself entirely from this situation. I chose online classes. I've been 300 miles away this entire time, but I understand that there are those that can't make that decision. There are, uh, I, I have a really good friend who is at BYU right now, and she does not have the choice of taking online classes. All of her classes, most of her classes are on campus. They're required for her major. So she can't make that decision. And so I have decided to speak out for people like my dear friend who can't speak out for themselves. That is amazing. So do they do it through your phone or how do they trace you? Um, the contact tracing app is Healthy Together. It is an app right. that is used by the state and BYU has its own domain on the app. So they have their own domain that's set up so that it doesn't trace your actual geographical location, but it does trace who you're with. 
So I, I feel like it still falls under the violation of privacy protected by my constitutional rights. So their app will tell them who you're associating with. Yes, ma'am. So that can be used even when there's no COVID. I mean, that could be used under any circumstances or, right? right? It doesn't have to be, it's not really COVID related, obviously. So they could continue to use that and know who you're hanging out with, who you're with. Right, right. And, and one of the biggest issues that I've actually um, talked about with people um, concerning the app is that it doesn't belong to you, uh, BYU. It doesn't belong to BYU, and BYU has a privacy policy that you are responsible for your individual privacy when it comes to third-party anythings. <laughs> Third parties are not under BYU responsibility, so anything that the company does with your information is not their problem. And I, I, yeah. I think that that is a very dangerous situation for students to be put into. I agree, because they're basically washing their hands. So if something happens to you because of this or because someone else gets your private personal information or someone else tracks you, we're washing our hands of that. We won't be responsible for it because right. it's not ours. Exactly. And, so, and, and because the state owns it, then really a lot of other people have access to all this information. Yeah. Is that right? That is right. Yeah. And the Utah, Utah State has a very, very poor um, reputation when it comes to other people's privacy. So they, they do. They have, they have messed up many, many times. So we know that our information is already not secure being in their hands. Right. That is a very good point. Mm -hmm. Okay. So where do you stand now? You're, you're going to school. You're going online. You're at home and you're going to school online. Mm -hmm. And so you're able to go to school right? and, and that is working because your classes that you're able to do are all available for you. Yes. I was that very way. fortunate. <laughs> yeah, that is a blessing. And so what has happened with the petition? Have you had any pushback from BYU about the petition? Um, I have not had any personal pushback. I did have a, an article written about the movement that we started um, by the Daily Universe. And um, they said that the um, petition has had no lasting impact. Um, that is true. How do they true. know that yet? Yeah. I mean, how can they say there's been a lasting contact? Like, we're not really done. Right. We're not through with this. Like, right. I don't understand. What did, what did they mean by that? I think they did meant they mean that, immediate? Yes, I think they meant that the rules are still in place. But I think sure, that it has changed a lot of people's perspective on what is happening at BYU. It's educated a lot of people. Plus, it's not over. We're not done. No. You're still gathering signatures, are you not? I am. You're still gathering signatures. And, you know, these kinds of things take time. They don't just they happen do. overnight. And it takes, there's a whole council and a board, and it takes time for people to realize what they've done and to kind of be awakened to their awful situation. Yes. that they have here. And, and we make mistakes. We all make mistakes. It's okay to make mistakes. Everyone does it. And mm -hmm. the key, as we know in life, isn't not to make mistakes. It's to repent when we make mistakes and fix those things. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to be right back with the Liberty Mom Show. We'll see you in a minute.
Welcome back. This is the Loving Liberty Network. We're so glad to have you join us. You are listening to the Liberty Mom Show. This is Delane England, your Liberty Mom host today. Liberty Moms are the real secretaries of defense, the real defenders of the home front. We are there when it comes to defending our families and our communities. And we have an amazing Liberty Mom on with us today, Bella Isom. And Bella, we're so happy to have you on with us. I am dazzled. I'm sure our audience is dazzled. So I have a few more questions for you. As we've been talking about the petition that you did, I want to know where your standing is with the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and then where's your standing with BYU? Because you started a petition saying, kind of calling them out. So yes. we don't, we as people, we don't really like being called out very often. We kind of like <laughs> the people to pat us on the back and say, good job. So, right. And we know that the intentions are probably pure. We don't know that. But we're assuming the attentions are pure, that they're, they're well intended, their minds are in the right place, trying to protect people. So tell us where you stand, um, your standing is with the church and, and with BYU. Okay, so my standing with the church is that I have always had a current temple recommend. I have served a full-time honorable mission in Brisbane, Australia. And I was a teacher at the MTC when I first re returned from my mission. So um, I know I have a lot of work on. I'm not a perfect person, but I feel like as for my standing with the church, I love the Lord. I love his church and I sustain his prophets and apostles. That is beautiful. Yeah. So you're not, you're not trying to be rebellious. You're not trying not. to, yeah, you're not trying to cause a problem you're actually trying to resolve a problem. You're trying to yes, solve a problem, not create one. Yes, ma'am. Okay, so now I know you've had some pushback. Yes. Tell us about <laughs> what pushback you've had because you don't do so, stuff like this and then everybody just sings kumbaya. Yeah, no. Um, at BYU, I have done relatively well <laughs> in my classes. I do have a 3.7 GPA, which is not perfect, wow. but who is? <laughs> pretty, pretty darn good at BYU. Yeah, it's yeah it is a hard school. It is yes. rigorous. So, um, but um, online on my student portal, my student, um, I am considered a non-compliant disruptive student. That is now on my record. Are you um, serious? I'm serious. So when I Are log into my serious? portal, it's right there on the very, like next to my name, my grades, my, my academic standing. I'm also non-compliant disruptive student. Are you serious? Yeah, it's heartbreaking. Oh my goodness. That is heartbreaking. I am pulling myself off of the carpet. That <laughs> is horrifying because you're willing to stand up and take a stand and express your constitutional right, which was discussed in conference yesterday, how important these rights are and how the church supports you. The church, the, the institution of the church supports people in speaking their minds and sharing their thoughts and having discussion and having disagreeing and having, how do we learn if we don't talk to people and bring up new ideas. Yeah, I am so surprised and very well, disappointed. That I'm, that hurts because every time you pull it up, there it is in your face. Yes, yeah. Every time I pull it up, it's right there. But um, so I avoid it. <laughs> um, yeah. But um, 
it's it's really shocking to me because BYU has always been a place where all of the administrators, all of the employees, the staff, the faculty have really pushed very hard for two things. And the first thing is open dialogue. We believe in open dialogue. Right. We believe in talking about things, discussing them and solving social economical, every kind of issue there is out there, we believe in being able to talk about it honestly and openly. And that's who we are. Isn't that what a university is? Is Yes, but in a university, that is what a university is supposed to do. Yeah. Disrupt your belief system, disrupt your ideas, bring truth, speak truth, teach truth. Isn't that what we want at BYU is to speak truth and to teach truth and learn truth? Absolutely. And one of those truths that they talk about a lot, all the time, is consent. For my four years at BYU, I have been taught so much. It's been literally drilled into my head. You could almost call it indoctrination, but (laughs) they talk about consent. They talk about that in the sense of like dating, people holding your hands, kissing you. But I was at BYU when Benjamin Ogles at BYU in 2018, I believe it was, he said in a talk that was entitled Agency Accountability and the Atonement of Jesus Christ, he said, quote, the most respectful approach in real life is to honor the personal space and physical autonomy of others. So when all of this started happening and I was labeled a disruptive student for respecting my personal space and physical autonomy, I was shocked. For doing what you had been taught at BYU. Right. You're being called out for being exactly. really doing what the teachings have taught you to do. Right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that I am. Wow. That is something. Okay. So moving on, what do you expect this petition to accomplish? Well, my pipe dream <laughs> is for BYU to take a step back and realize they may have overstepped a little bit and that they need to make some corrections and to make their requirements for the guidelines for COVID-19 voluntary. Um, There are so many things that they can do rather than forcing people to follow these guidelines. Um, But other than that, my, my bigger more important dream is that people wake up to the importance of personal personal liberty, our civil liberties, physical autonomy, all of those really important things, the principles that these, these policies should be based on. Oh, that is so well said, Bella. That is beautiful. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, I am just thinking how amazing this is it's such an interesting position to be in and what an opportunity for people to to really take a stand and to really to get educated and to really ask some great questions and think where does this lead us if we're willing to be contact traced and and also what is the science behind it and what good does it do the school or any people to know after you've been with them, to know later, like that, how would that stop the spread of COVID? I don't understand how tracing what you've done in the past, like, is there any evidence or science that that is going to have a beneficial 
effect on our society, on our state, or on BYU. Do you know? I think that the general idea behind the contact tracing is that they want to be able to tell people if they've been exposed so that they can isolate themselves. Um, But personally, uh, I want to respect everybody's decisions regarding the virus. If they want me to stay six feet away from them, I will. If they want a mask, I will let them wear a mask. They can do whatever they deem necessary. But personally, I feel like that should be left up to the individual to decide. And then it shouldn't be a government-run or institution-run program. Forced. Yeah. Program. Because the problem, the problem is that, let's face it, how many people in your age bracket that go to any university in that age bracket, not only in Utah, but across the nation, how many people have died from COVID? There has been no death at BYU uh, in my age group. There has been no hospitalization, zero hospitalizations. There've been plenty of cases, but zero hospitalizations. Lots of cases, lots of cases, which is wonderful, which freaks people out when I say that. But the truth is the only... The only way you're going to get through COVID to the other side of it, the only way we're going to get through it is to have most of the people, I believe 85 to 90% of the people need to be exposed and then it mutates and it weakens it. When healthy people are exposed, it weakens the virus. So if you were to get it and you have no symptoms or you have very little, you pass it on to the people you contact when they get it. Right. They will, it will be very, very weak and they will probably not even suffer from it. And so this is what's really interesting. It's, it's doing what we want it to do and, and we want people to be exposed to it. So why are we telling people to mask and to hide out and to sequester unwillingly? And so this is such an interesting situation. Precisely. We're going to take another break. We're going to be back in just a minute with Bella Isom. Stay with us. Hi, this is Jay Farner, CEO of Rocket Mortgage. Making the right financial decisions has never been more important. We can help guide you to those right decisions now when they matter most. Mortgage rates are near historic lows. So when you call 8338-ROCKET or visit us at rocketmortgage.com to start your refinance, you'll be well on your way to saving money every month. The rate today on our 30-year fixed rate mortgage is 3.375%, APR 3.59%. Right now could be a great time for you to take some positive financial steps forward with a cash-out refinance from Rocket Mortgage, which could give you the boost that you're looking for. In addition, we may be able to help you refinance with little or no out-of-pocket costs. At Rocket Mortgage, we're committed to every client, every time, no exceptions, no excuses, giving you the best mortgage experience. Call us today at 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com to learn more. Rates subject to change. A 1.875% fee to receive this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. I love golf, and I also stink at golf. 
I've tried it all. The lessons, the special swing contraptions, the neon brush tees, the funny hats, the putting all of my change in my left pocket. I like to say I just happen to have a high golf handicap. My friends would say I have a high talent disadvantage. Luckily, while I might be fighting some disadvantages on the golf course, at our Faith and Family Mortgage team, we're lucky to be able to serve listeners with a unique advantage. Our team is an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls. And for you, that can mean shorter turnaround times and often a lower rate, which could save you monthly and lifelong money on a new home, refinance, or cash-out refinance. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Middle Park, Road, Melbourne, New York. Licensed mortgage maker. For all licensing information, go to animalistconsumeraccess.org. Corporate animalist number 1330. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, Mississippi, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. You know something is wrong when the media, global corporations, and governments are all colluding on a narrative that just doesn't add up. Do you seek truth, no matter where it leads? Want to understand how the world really works? Then take the red pill and register for the Expo of the Year. Come to G. Edward Griffin's Red Pill Expo, October 10th and 11th on Jekyll Island, Georgia, birthplace of the Federal Reserve. And hear from Dell Bigtree, G. Edward Griffin, Dr. Andrew Kaufman, David Icke, Alex Newman, Dr. Bradford Weeks, Sheriff Mack, John Rappaport, Tim Ray, and many more. Register to attend or live stream at home with friends and family at redpillexpo.org. That's redpillexpo.org because you know something is wrong. Welcome back. Yes, you are listening to the Loving Liberty Network. This is the Liberty Mom Show, and this is Delaine England with Bella Isom. I know as you've been listening, you have to be absolutely dazzled. Bella is an amazing young woman. She gives me so much hope and confidence for the future. As we turn the future over to this generation, there is so much hope. What an amazing young woman on her own. Like This is not going with the flow. This is not going with doing the easy thing. But this is the cause of liberty. This, in my opinion, that as the savior of liberty, the savior of our freedom, he, I, can, I cannot believe that he would not be anything but so pleased with you, Bella. And not only that you have done something yourself, stood up for righteousness and for honor and integrity, but you have also set such a great example and paved the way in not just your example, but giving others, educating them and giving them a platform and a way to also honor the Savior, honor the gospel of Jesus Christ, honor agency, and absolutely honor liberty. When we allow, we all have the freedom to give our liberty away. We can all do that. And that's what you're basically saying with um, an option, with an optional, people can give their freedoms away if they want to. You're just saying, don't force me. Don't take them from me. That when people, whether it's the government, an institution, any person takes liberty from someone else, that is called tyranny. And so I'm so impressed with you and what you've done. And I, again, I love your petition. It's excellent. Thank you. So um, what, how do people, if they want to sign your petition, do they have to be BYU students? No, ma'am. They just have okay. to be 
passionate about freedom and liberty because I really see BYU as a city on a hill. I see it as an example for other universities and for entire communities because so many people from different communities go to BYU. So anyone who feels like they need to take a stand is welcome to sign the petition. I knew because I've already signed your petitions, but I wanted (laughs) you to put that out there for everybody else. So tell us where we can go to sign your petition. Um, the petition is on change.org. The name of the petition is Dear BYU, We Do Not Consent. So you can go and there I, and sign it. And I love the name of it. I think it's just, again, just so beautiful. Again, it's saying Dear BYU. It's not in your face. It's not rebellious. And it's just stating we do not consent because it's not right. It isn't right to consent. Right. Um, so I love that. So change.org. And when you get on change.org, you just go to Dear BYU, we do not consent. It pulls right up and you get to add your John Hancock to it. And the more signatures, the, this is very important. I feel like this is one of the most important things that you can do this day. Go on and sign this petition and let BYU know. We do not consent. We love you. We want BYU to stay such a great school. If you're into sports at all, wow. BYU (laughs) football team is just rocking it this year, man. They have just been amazing. I'm so impressed. We want the school to also rock it like the BYU football team is. So this is a really great chance to make a difference, to stand up. So how do you respond? What's your response to people that would say that we should be traced in order to save lives or that you're being, um, you're not responding, you're not caring about other people, you're not trying to save other people's lives. What is your response to that, Bella? My response is that that isn't true because I'm doing the very best that I can and I do respect other people's wishes. Like I said before, if, if someone wants me to stay six feet away, I will. If they want to wear a mask in my presence, I don't tell them anything. That is their choice. and. I live the very best healthy life that I can. I keep the word of wisdom. I am a healthy, clean individual. Cleanliness is next to godliness, so I wash my hands. (laughs) There are so many things that we can do. And not only that, we can boost, like I boost my immune system by eating well. I have spent years of my life making sure that I eat correctly. And that is something that the Lord has told us to do. And he's told us to do that in preparation for our day. So, I mean, I just, I don't, I don't think that that's an accurate description of what I'm trying to do here. And more importantly than our, our physical well-being is our spiritual well-being. And if we give up Mm. our freedom, we give up the spirit of Christ because the spirit of God is the spirit of freedom. That is so well said. That is so well said. (laughs) So I just have a question. It's a rhetorical question. Go ahead. What is more virtuous to go along blindly and do what you're told to be blindly obedient? Or is it more virtuous to stand with righteousness, to stand up and say, I don't believe the things I'm being taught because I have evidence that they are not true. So I am going to take a stand. I look at so many amazing people from Joseph Smith who said, you know, I'm not going to go along with this because I don't believe it's true. And I have done my due diligence. I have gathered my evidence. 
I have a real life experience to share with you that would tell us otherwise. So I'm not going to go along with the masses. We have Martin Luther, who he just refused. Very, very, very honorable person, very much a lover of the Savior and a lover for liberty. He said, you know what? I love you. We're not doing the right thing. Let's get the ship guided back to where it should be with his 95-point thesis. And, and he was considered a heretic. He was maligned, but he stayed true because he said, we need to do what is right in the eyes of the Savior, in the eyes of the Lord, not the eyes of the world. And I think that I love what you said because it's really important that people take personal responsibility for their help. I don't feel that it's anyone else's job. And I want to be so respectful to other people because I don't want to cause them. If if you're a person that's high risk, you really should be cautious. You should be careful because if you're a high risk person over 70, you can very much get sick and you could possibly die. Although the chances are less than 1% that anyone dies and, and that all those, almost everyone is over 70. Very few people even from 60 to 70 die. Um, but, but even it's a possibility, like getting in a car, you could get in a car accident, you could get the flu, people die of the flu all the time. But really, I think it's, I find it frustrating that we're not talking about how to build your immune system. Yes. There are (laughs) such great ways to take accountability and take stewardship of our health and build your immune system. And there are so many great ways. And, you know, fear has been proven to be very, very depleting of the immune system. So I think living in faith and not in fear is a great way. And I love that you are setting an amazing example to everyone of living in faith rather than living in fear. And I just want to real quickly just remind people there are two different, completely different proven cures for COVID-19. There is nothing to fear because the Lord has told us, he has inspired, you can go to Richard, Dr. Richard Bartlett. He has an excellent cure that is being used and every single person that has used it has been cured of COVID. Not one single death from those people that have used it. So we do have answers. And if you think about if you trust the Lord, if you love the Lord, is he going to just leave us floundering? He wants us to turn to him and go to him and get the answers that we need. So Bella, you've been wonderful. What an amazing woman. What an amazing guest. We have about one and a half minutes. (laughs) Please. Yes. Your parents are just amazing. Tell us, we got a minute. So give us whatever you'd like to finish up. Give us your last words of wisdom. My last words of wisdom are for parents, actually, and kids my age that are going to be parents soon. Please, please teach your kids the principles of freedom. Do whatever it takes. Sacrifice anything. Sacrifice your time. Sacrifice jobs. Sacrifice anything you can to teach your kids how important this is. Because that's where all of my passion derives from. It comes from my parents and everything that they taught me. I am so grateful to them for everything that they have sacrificed in order to teach me these truths because they've been instilled in me and I will go out of this life fighting (laughs) for these freedoms. And you are. I am so impressed. I would love to adopt you, but I don't think your parents are giving you up anytime soon. (laughs) But you have have done them proud. I am very, very impressed. So yes, I I love that. And, And because... When you read the scriptures, they're all about liberty. The scriptures are all about how to be free. 
not following the counsel of the world, but following the Savior. And the scriptures make it so clear what we can do and that your parents have taught you well. So really, if you just read the scriptures, it's a real easy way to teach your children. Well, our time is up. We've got to wrap, but remember that you are the guardians of your liberty. Thank you, Bella. You're awesome. Thanks so much for being with us. Thank you.